Welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, aka MFKS Radio, on the airwaves dial at 487.52. Your pod is is hosted by Kelsey and Megan, whose relationship status is now long distance. The Garbage Fire Pod is all about being unironically passionate to the point that you would dive into the dumpster for the things that you love. Airhorn. I'm really excited that I did that without screwing up because I'm watching the ESPN like Sunday NFL countdown and I don't know who this guy is, but he was like right up in the camera's face and I like just looked up and I was like, holy shit, <laughs> just as I started talking. <laughs> oh God. But I'm good now. It's all good. Excellent. Excellent. Do you remember back when we first started this, when we used to like write, not like a script, but like talking points and stuff? Yeah, how innocent we were. (laughs) And now we've realized that it just doesn't matter. No. Also, because we would put, like, 20 things on there, and because we talked so much, we'd get to three of them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true, that's true. So now we don't ever have any plan, and we're like, oh, this won't be very long, and then an hour and 57 minutes later, we're like, ah, fuck. I'm always like, ah, fuck. You're like, well, we're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So before we get started, because I know you have a thing you want to talk about that is apparently going to be good. Um, (laughs) I don't know what this is, so I have no idea. Uh, We have, we did a bit with Mark Majot about 10 days ago, um, which we'll kind of throw in the middle here. So we'll do our thing and then we'll put that on and then we'll come back and answer some questions and then we'll be done. Oh my God. Was it 10 days ago? Yeah, more or less, yeah. Oh, time. I fucking hate time so much. <laughs> Let's put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> All right. So what's the, what's this thing that you want to talk about? I'm like, I'm a little bit worried, but not really. Well, you should be worried. Oh, because God damn it. I was going through our Twitter, looking back and seeing if we had any questions. Because as you're going to find out, I could not be there when Mark was there. And it killed me. But um, I did a little experiment, and I read the gritty Philly fanatic fan fiction. Oh. (laughs) Yes, yes, you did. And apparently no one else did. Could we point (laughs) out that this is only the second piece of fan fiction you've ever read, and the other one was about Sidney Crosby and Malkin, I think? That is correct. (laughs) only fan fiction I've ever read is male-on-male hockey sex fan fiction. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so I want to, I'm going to try to keep this, like, as, you know, as accessible as I can. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, make anyone's day uncomfortable. Um, but this is a warning that it is about two inanimate objects. <laughs> <laughs> two mascots. And, and it's a certain eating season. And they celebrate this certain eating season <laughs> with as much gusto as, I don't know, the world has ever seen. All right. So the problem, my first narrative problem <laughs> with this fan fiction <laughs> Is that the uh, Philly Fanatic and Gritty speak to each other. Okay. Artistically, I did not like that choice. Why? Because they don't talk. They're mascots. That's the whole fucking point. But what if mascots have their own secret language? Well, then they should have fucking said that in the narrative 
Megan. <laughs> Just asking questions. Yeah. Like, this is, there's no yucky stuff in this. It says, the fanatic gazed absentmindedly at his half-drunk glass of brandy. Okay, yeah, right, he's not that fancy. When he was startled by a knock at his door, he quickly, also, I don't believe he lives in anything that has doors and walls and a roof. No, they all live in the trash can. Exactly. He quickly composed himself to see the new mascot in town, the Flyers' Gritty, leaning into his office. Hey, fanatic, I saw your light on, and I wanted to check in on you. How are you holding up? I'm sorry, but unless the dialogue is like, then I don't believe it. Huh? Huh? So, like, well, okay, but but here, here's, a, here's a thing. Maybe because it's written in, in English so that people can consume the text, um, maybe they sound like Chewy. Oh, that's, oh. But Chewy's, like, lovable. Right, but uh, but what I'm saying is they speak to each other, but in order to tell the story, it had to be written in English so that it wasn't just a bunch of key smashes. Right. Because I feel like, I feel like you Actually, you know what would be more believable (laughs) if the dialogue was key smashes? Because I feel like you would lose some of the nuance, um... Of the text, if you didn't know what they were saying to each other, I just. But also, if you're doing fan fiction, like the point. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the point is the porn, right? Well, like, yeah, if that's what they're you're going for, but like, it's not. I mean, in this case, obviously, it's the porn. Um, but like, there's other fan fiction that's not porn. That that does um, exist in the world. That's true. That is true. I, I'm trying to find the other thing in uh, here that I wanted to talk about, what? but I just waded into the the yeah. gross stuff. Um, oh yeah, so so it says, and I didn't really like because this is very Philly based. Um, some of these references didn't really resonate me, so I'll throw them by you. Okay. Um, the fanatic suddenly pulled away, panting heavily. Gritty eye, I want you to fuck me up like Andrew McDonald fucks up the Flyers' defense. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> that's funny. Is that, that's a relevant thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and obviously, like, all the weird sex stuff happens. There's hair where you don't want there to be hair because... Apparently, these are just Chewies. Question, side note, is Chewy male? Do we know that for sure? I don't know. I don't know if we do know that. Anyone out there in our in our world, if you could tell us the answer to that question, please do. Please do. I'm just not, not too sure. Um, and, uh, yes, yeah, so it's, there's, there's gross things, clearly, that happen here. In the end, um... I'll leave the gross stuff out. It says uh, he stood up, so um, the fanatic stood up and grabbed the unfinished brandy from the desk, and he says something gross. And then the ending line, the end line of this fan fiction between Gritty and the Philly fanatic is, two months later, Ron Hextall is fired. (laughs) That's amazing. So, like, on one hand, it's terrible. 
But on the other hand, it's very self-aware and, like, irreverent. Yeah. And I do appreciate that. But, yeah, what a read. I do recommend you reading it just to, like, get the jokes, because the jokes are pretty good. Yeah, um, so so look for it. <laughs> Retweet it on our Twitter. I don't know, girls. Um, we'll see. Uh, I was also when I was trying to find it because I couldn't remember what it was called. So I went on to Ao3 and just put gritty into the search bar. Yeah, which is like the most I've ever interacted with Ao3 yeah. <laughs> in my entire life, and I found one that. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna just summarize it for you because I like skimmed through it. It's much longer than the gritty and fanatic one. Okay. Um, but it involves Tom Wilson <laughs> going to the White House to celebrate the Stanley Cup victory with yeah. President Donald Trump. Because of course he would. He loves Donald Trump, but the problem is, is that gritty has ordered him to assassinate Donald Trump. Ooh. And he does. Interesting. So there's that one as well. And (laughs) what I love about AO3 is, like, the tags (laughs) that they do. Yes. Because this one says, crack, White House, White House visit, headshotting. (laughs) Oh my god, oh my, oh my god, stop the podcast. Oh my god, I just found one that says, Gritty kills Tony Stark. (laughs) And the tags are, Tony Stark, death, kill the rich, fully automated luxury gay space communism. Oh my god. (laughs) People, what are you doing? Oh man, that's funny. What are you doing? See, so here's oh my the god, thing. it's only like a hundred words. So here's the thing. The, this is like the, the fan fiction thing that I think is a really interesting. Um, it's really interesting because like, um, not just the fact that you read fan fiction about Gritty and the Fanatic, like that's insane. Um, but just, I, I, and we've, I know I've talked about it before, but like, I find that sometimes when, when people like, especially you're right, when they tag stuff, absolutely. Um, it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts, some of the tags. And I'm just like, I, I don't want to read this. Like, even if I'm, like, compelled to read this, I'm like, that tag terrifies me, I'm out. Um. Like, the, the killing the rich one, did not expect. No. And then it's followed by fully automated luxury gay space communism. Like, how, how, how niche is your fanfic? Right. Like, what? Well, and I bet you if you, ta- if you click on that particular tag, that will be the only, oh, that has see. to be the only story under that tag. It has to be. Yeah, it is. Let's try killing the rich. <laughs> There's gotta be so many. No, that's the only one. Really? Maybe it's like the tenses. I'll try kill the rich. Yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, okay. Well, that was a wild ride that I didn't need to go on, but thank you for that. You're welcome. Well, you know, I'm the hero you deserve. What does that say about me, then? Uh, well, I don't know. There's also, just, like, scrolling through doing page after page here, uh, The Grinch and Gritty. Yeah, that sounds like something people would write about. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. These people are fucking heroes. The Grinch has unspoken needs, but Gritty has the answer around his waist. <laughs> so, can we talk about Gritty just outside of the context of fanfiction for just one second? Oh, must we? Yes. Yes, we must. Um, I think... That Gritty has been the single best thing about this NHL season. Oh, for sure. Because I don't think that anyone would have ever um, expected the kind of reception that it got. You know what I mean? Like, this new mascot or I don't think anyone could have predicted that people would, like, be wanting Gritty to, like, be our new overlord. Because, like, really, that's the only way this world is going to end well. For sure. And... It was very bizarre, too, how, like, I was like this, too, when the initial, when he was introduced and he did that fucking fast turnaround and his eyes went (laughs) crazy in his face. I was just like, oh, my God, he's ugly. This is stupid. It's the most Philly thing that ever Phillied. And then you're like, all right, they're absolutely on brand and they're self-aware. And this is actually great because it's not some disingenuous bullshit. I would would take issue with your thing about it being the most Philly thing that ever Phillied because Philly's done a lot of really, really weird shit. That Um, is true. Like, (laughs) when the Eagles won the Super Bowl in February, um, there was (laughs) Duracell put uh, out a, a tweet with, uh, a, like, a gif of um, uh, batteries as confetti celebrating the Eagles win, because I can't remember when it was, but at some point in time, Eagles fans got so mad about something that they started throwing fucking batteries on the field. Why did everyone have Who batteries? knows? The, like, you don't ask questions about things that go on in Philly. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. What matters yeah, is that, like... Yeah, so Gritty's just, like, one more thing in sort of the pantheon of Philly sports mythology. Didn't they also have to grease the telephone poles so people couldn't climb them? But yeah, and then they climbed them anyway. Climb them? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Good job, Philly. Good job. Good job. Great job. Um... So I was just saying before we hit record, um, we my swim team season is over. We finished on Wednesday, which means that I don't have to complain about being up early anymore um, because I can sleep in until like 7.45 and still make it to work on time, um, which is pretty amazing. Uh-huh. But I learned last night, but we do this like silly awards thing at the end of the year, and uh, we give... Um, Everybody, everybody on the team gets an award this way. It's not just like, you know, MVP or whatever, whatever. It's it, everybody gets an award and the captains do it. And they've given them to, uh, they give them to the teacher sponsors as well. And the other teacher sponsor, she got like the slim mom one. And it's like, takes care of all of her little babies and makes sure they're okay or something like that. Uh, and I got the swim dad, which like kind of cares about you, mostly doesn't. And I was like, there has never been anything more accurate in my entire life. I adore students for that reason, is that they, like, absolutely see everything about you and, like, can cut through all the bullshit and just, like, get to who you are in, in two, two, what, two sentences, maybe? Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, 
it was it was pretty funny. It made me chuckle. Um, but uh, so that's that's over, which makes me really happy because now I don't have to get up at whatever. I got up at four forty-five on Wednesday morning, so God. that I could get to school on time, to get to the pool on time. That's absolutely brutal. Yeah, I did, just like cannot imagine. Did waking not enjoy up early every day. Yeah, I did not enjoy that, but that's okay. Um, so that's over. That's over and done with. Um, did you watch Outlander last week or from last week? No, I still haven't. Our Shaw <sighs> account is not working and it's like hell. So I'm way behind and it's killing me. I'm going to try to maybe find it somewhere online today. Okay. Before it airs. You could probably find it on my Shaw account and just log in and use it. What's it called? Shaw Free Range? Yeah. Because I think it's still logged in on my tablet here. Let me check. Yeah, you should be able to do that. Anyway, uh, sorry, Shaw. We're not sharing information or anything. We live in the same house. Whatever. Um... Oh, because I was gonna say if you've already if you've already watched Outlander, uh, then we can talk about it. But since you haven't, that's good. Did you see the Avengers trailer? Um, oh yeah, you did. I saw the one on Instagram. It looks great. It looks very like dark and moody. Yeah. And I do appreciate that. Um, I like how it had Cap kind of desperate because we haven't really seen him desperate and feeling like there's actually nothing for me left to lose right so that's an interesting dynamic i can't remember if the one on instagram sorry go ahead i can't remember if the one on instagram had um him like with his like picture of peggy that he like tucked back in and I was like, oh, because the one, the one that I watched online definitely did. And I was just like, oh, man, oh, man. Um, it looks good. I'm excited. I'm also super excited for Captain uh, Marvel just to, like, to get that going and figure out how she fits in. Mm-hmm. Also, I hate the title. Well, I think my guess is, and I don't know for sure, my guess is that the title got leaked and then they were like, oh, fuck it, we got to change it now. You think so? Yeah, I think that's what happened. Because th- there was some speculation. I can't remember what people thought it was going to be. Um, well, people were talking about Annihilation for a long time. Yeah. Which and, I thought and, actually was a great title. Yeah, I thought so too. And I and I, uh, I think that because it got leaked, they were like, oh, uh, shit, now what do we do? And then that's the end of that. Mm-hmm. Just Endgame is just so... But, I mean, it is the end game, right? Like, that's sort of the... I guess so, but, like, when you have... It's just so... It's so much more sort of vague and ephemeral than the other titles have been. Like, Age of Ultron, really clear. Infinity War, super clear. Like, all of the other titles mean something pretty tangible. And this one is just, like, end game for who? Um, In... Great news. I have hacked into your shot and can watch the episode of Outlander, so I will do that later. <laughs> oh, there we go. Perfect. And by hacked in, you really mean you just logged in and used my password. <laughs> Correct. Yes. <laughs> Which is my version of hack. Excellent. And 
I did it with your consent, so I'm not sure how hacky that is. I don't think that's hacky at all, actually. I think that's the farthest thing from hacky, to be perfectly honest. Um, Shaw oh, might not see well, it that way, so... Just kidding. Um, anything else? Do you have anything else you want to... Um, I, di- ha- I did rent and watch um, the Mission Impossible Fallout. And how was that? Have you seen it? No. It was a lie. wild ride, because it's like it never stops it does not stop there's a thousand fucking things that happen in it and it's like incredibly overwhelming but the coolest part is they shot a scene um somewhere i've been in norway oh cool yeah there's this place called pulpit rock and i did a uh cruise that goes underneath it and my dad had like done the climb and was on the pulpit rock and in the end with the villain that's where they're like standoff is and i've been there and i was just like that's actually really cool when you get to like when you go places and you're or you see places on tv or whatever and like hey i've been there yeah it's a literal best because you're like i'm a part of something that's in art now and you can go back and see it and tell people and brag yeah. And make your husband feel bad because he didn't get to travel without you. And yeah. you're like, ha ha ha, Chris, well, how does it feel now? I felt that way when I watched, um, <laughs> when I watched, the, uh, now that I've been there, like, the end of, um, Leap Year, when they're, like, standing on the Cliffs of Moher, which is not anywhere near Dingle, which, like, the, you you know how I feel about the geography yes. of my fucking yes, 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 yes. But I was like, hey, I've been to that place. I've been there. I've seen that. It's cool. It, like, connects you to the story a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, which I think is kind of neat. Because, you know, for me, it was a reach to really make the events of Mission Impossible not connect with my life. (laughs) Um, I've watched so many bad Christmas movies. Oh, I'm so sad we can't watch one together. I know. I know. Yeah, I've watched, like, a lot of bad Christmas movies, and it's been a lot of fun. Cause they're all well, really maybe bad. for next week we'll plan to watch the same one. Yeah, okay. And then talk about it. We could do that. Uh, are you ready for this quiz? I am so ready for this quiz. Okay, so uh, in Megan's honor today, <laughs> <laughs> I have a quiz called Can We Guess? Of course, it's coming from Busby. Can we guess how many names are on your enemies list? Are you ready? I'm very ready. How often do you feel like you have been wronged? So, um, it's always going to be a sliding scale here. First one, I am constantly being wronged. Second, very frequently. Third, at least once a day. D or fourth, (laughs) once in a while. Fifth, rarely. Or sixth, never. Uh, I would say, like, once in a while. Once in a while. Yeah. How, uh, how do you feel about revenge? First option, you crave it. Second option, you fantasize it, but do not pursue it. That Third one. Third option. No, not that one? No, the second one. Definitely the, the second, second one. one? Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to read the other options. Go on with your guy. Revenge is a dish best served cold, hot, at a large buffet with various delicious forms of revenge. At a fancy banquet when I poison all my haters. 
at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or never? I would say at a buffet. Buffet? Yeah. Do you feel like there are people who see you as their enemy? Oh, absolutely. Almost deaf? Yeah, for sure. If life is a story, what is your role? Hero? Villain? Anti-hero? Innocent bystander? <laughs> this is a phrase I've never heard before. Naughty bystander? <laughs> <laughs> or rando? Uh, anti-hero. Anti-hero. Got it. Love it. So, you, here are your results. Would you like to guess the number? I'm going to say eight. You got 15. Well, that sounds about right. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, you know what's really funny? Um, I've, I've, like, when you asked me about this, I was like, okay, okay. There's got to be somebody. But, like, I don't know if I have any real enemies, to be perfectly honest. Um, but there are definitely people that I know feel very strongly that, like, I need to just not be around. You know what I mean? Like, they're uh-huh. like, you need to not be part of my life. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that sounds reasonable. And you're like, thanks, mom. <laughs> um, well, yeah, and, like, I, I, like, I've worked with people before that, like, I could be professionally polite with, but, like... Oh, for sure. Well, everybody has you know. to do that. That's part of navigating, like, adulthood. But, like, at the same time, you know, if if something terrible were to happen to them, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> like, it wouldn't, uh-huh. it wouldn't really be a bad thing. And I don't think that makes them my enemy. I think that just means I'm... A human being, perhaps? I don't know. Yeah, Ugh. not not quite sure. I'm, like, mildly distracted now because the Packers are on. Oh, okay, well, we better hurry up. Oh, then. no, it's fine. They're already losing, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I've, I've kind of given up on this season. They fired their coach, though, so it's okay. It's worth it. You know, everything's coming up Millhouse. Well, so, okay, well, let's talk about that. Because two of the teams that I, like, sort of pay attention to, because I mildly pay attention to the Oilers when I feel like it, um, have fired their coach this season. Um, and I read something about, like, getting fired publicly, right? And it's not like I want people to be unemployed or whatever. But it's also not like professional, the coaches in professional sports don't make a pile of money. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's not like someone who, who loses their job, or, you know, or is laid off from, like, their job at the grocery store. Right. Right? Like, I, I get it. It sucks, and it's very public, and people are criticizing your body of work, you know, all of the time. Um, but I read something about how, like, how much it sucks to get fired so publicly, and I'm like, yeah, but you made a lot of money doing the thing that you do. But it's also, like, it's a public position. Yeah. Like, that that goes along with it. You're hired, you're in the public eye all the time for your job, and when you lose that job, it's also going to be public. It would be weird if it was a secret, and then suddenly there was a new person there. Yeah, that would be really bizarre. That would actually be very bizarre. But yeah, so it's it was funny, too, because, like, um, last year the Packers didn't make the playoffs, and I was like, hey, maybe they'll fire their defensive coordinator, and then they did. Um, and then this year, <laughs> they've been not good and there's been like three weeks in a row where they've made some really shitty like shitty decisions and like McCarthy made some really dumb choices um when it came to play calls and stuff and I was just like "Mm, maybe this will be the game that he gets fired maybe this will be the game that he gets fired and then last week after whatever happened I don't even remember anymore um they like (laughs) 
I was texting with a buddy of mine, and I was just like, this sucks, this is so dumb. I was like, I need a new coach. And then, like, an hour later, the score alert came on my phone saying that he'd been fired. And I was like, oh, what a good day. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt it's, like not, little... it's not often that you're pleasantly surprised from news from the NFL. No, I'm never pleasantly surprised by news from the NFL. Usually it's like, oh, what bullshit is this? Uh-huh. Who what are we apologizing for today? we discovered today? Um, yeah, so it wasn't like that. So it was, it was nice news. It was good. Um, okay, we're gonna just cut this. I think we'll do the thing with Mark. I'll put that in. Sure. Right here. And then, uh, so I'm just gonna hit pause on this and you can hear from Mark Majot. We had a really interesting talk about wrestling and sort of being in sports media in this city and like you know being fans of different teams and being fans of bad teams and why that's more fun than being a fan of a good team um oh it kills me that i wasn't there i want to apologize again to you megan publicly and also mark for just fucking life up so much and missing out i would like to point out that it wasn't you who fucked up It's better left unsaid. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we'll play our bit with Mark, and then uh, we'll come back and we'll finish up with some questions. I'm going to ask Elsie all the questions that people asked uh, when Mark was on, and then I don't know if anyone else has replied to our call for questions today, but if they have, we'll uh, get to that. Okay. Okay, so um, I'm here with uh, Mark Majot, who's our very special guest this week. Um, we were trying to get Kelsey here as well, but, uh, Chris wasn't home in time, and so she couldn't get here because classic they were waiting Chris. for a co- Yeah, classic Chris. They were waiting <laughs> for a coach to be delivered. So this is Thursday. Uh, you'll be hearing this on Sunday, so as far as I know, between Thursday and Sunday, Kelsey's moved in and is living in my guest room. I don't really know <laughs> what's going on. Um, so... Those of you like in and around Edmonton probably know Mark uh, from his work on 1260 and now with the Edmonton Eskimos and uh, some of their media stuff. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? Say hi to Tom and like the other three people that listen to this and hey, then we'll go from there. Tom and other three other people that listen to this. Thank you for having me, by the way. This is quite fun. I'm a little bummed out Kelsey's not here, but you and I will be able to soldier on somehow. I think we'll, so. We'll find a way. Uh, where do you want me to start? I don't know if my story is all that interesting, but go. I always like Nate is kind of the place where I start. Basically. Well, let's go. Yeah, let's hear it. I got into the Nate Radio and Television program in. Uh, I'm sick, by the way. I don't usually sound like this. It was either 2009 or 2010. I got into the radio and TV program at Nate. Was that like right after high school? Or? No, oh no, oh. I graduated in 07, so I kind of oh, bounced okay. around okay. and a couple general studies here, a couple program dropouts there. Finally, got into the Nate program, and I was always a big sports fan, but I never got into that program with the intent to get into sports. I just wanted to be like a rock DJ or whatever and tell stupid fart jokes and get on with my day. But then it worked out where uh, someone came to speak to our class that was from 1260. And I always listened to 1260 as a sports fan. Got hired on doing, or actually like it's like the eight year anniversary today, oddly enough, is my first solo shift uh, pressing buttons for the Lutheran Hour that aired on then the Team 1260 from okay. 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Then that led to working the night show from 9 to midnight. I did that for about four years with a couple hosts. Moved up with Gregor for a few years. Four years, actually, it ended up being. And okay. then after, yeah, eight years in the building, and, or seven years, it was time time for a change. And then what, uh, where'd you end up 
after you I, left. I bounced around. I was at Oilers Nation briefly, and then I, a role came up with the Edmonton Eskimos. They approached me about hosting a podcast for them and doing some web stuff. Whoa. That, and also I jumped into a, to a large role with the University of Alberta Basketball, uh, men's and women's programs. So it's freelancing your way through life is kind of hard, but it's kind of fun at the same time. Do you get to kind of like make your own, sort of make your own schedule and sort of like... For the most part, I make my own schedule in that my weekends are like Wednesday, Thursdays kind of, yeah. instead of Saturday, Sunday. So I try to get my two days off every week. Yeah, and like consecutive days off. Yeah, and yeah. I, I try to do that because yeah. that's part of the reason why I wanted to leave the station is I was working a lot yeah. there, just a lot of consecutive days mm-hmm. and... Might not have been eight hours every day, but the fact that you'd have to get up and go somewhere on a Saturday morning yeah. is sometimes... even if, and especially if it's like a couple hours. Oh, absolutely. You know, that's even worse yeah. than putting in a full day, I think. I feel I, like the rest of the day is ruined if yeah, you have to do something I first. Agree. So, yeah, that's, that's I guess, the freedom I have with making my right. own schedule. So how how is it that you're here? Because, like, I know that you... In your house? Kelsey, I took well, a vehicle. You brought, I, no, no, okay. no, but, like, I know that you and Kelsey, like, got... Because you came to our school, my school, which yep. I'm not going to say the name of my school... It's not that people don't know, but it's just like try not to. Um, I swear a lot, and you know, <laughs> I'm sure someone will find this eventually. Um, but I know you were like at our school last year for our career day, yeah. and Kelsey had texted me, and she's like, "You have to go say hi to Mark because I know he's he's at your in your building today." And I was like, "What?" So I, I remember introducing myself, and I'm like, "How did we? How did this sort of happen that you and Kelsey like got?" That is a good question. Twitter is is a funny thing. There's a lot of weird stuff out there, and there's a lot of weirdos. But every <laughs> like every thirty second person you meet is actually a normal human being and it's weird to say that i've actually made friends on twitter people that you've just followed and you've become friends with them and kelsey was one of them it's yeah. just you get used to following someone and then you have that first in-person meeting with them and you say hey we're twitter buddies and kind yeah. of the rest of that i believe the first time i met her was probably at a basketball game i would yeah assume. i would assume so that's probably how it started we saw each other said hello and it's always just kind of been one of those friendly things it feels like you and i have met like once or twice but it feels like we know each other just based on twitter right like it's very very bizarre yeah as we were kind of like prepping for this it's like okay so here's what it's gonna do is like there's gonna be some jamie ben jokes (laughs) and you're like of course there is of course why wouldn't there be yes which I feel is, like, going to be my legacy somehow. Like My legacy is a Taylor Swift photo. Or, is, yeah. or my hair being called Distracted by Dallas Aikens. Those are the two things that people <laughs> still... You, that, oh, you never heard that story I before? know. I, as soon as I okay. did, but no, I was like, yes, I do remember okay, that. Yes. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so those, those are the and, two stories. like, a stories. little offensive. Yeah, it was, but it was... It spruced up that day, yeah, let me tell that's you. that's really funny. Yes. Um, so we'll start off with questions that Kelsey would like okay. to have answered. The first one, she wants to know why you like wrestling so much. So why is that your... Because uh, it makes me feel like a little kid again. If you don't know it, I am quite immature. I still like comic books. I like sci-fi. I, I like everything. And this is one of those things I saw when I was seven or eight years old. And I think probably the one of the main reasons why I watched it so much as a kid is the first time I started watching it, my parents said, don't watch that garbage. So that instantly, I'm like, well, okay. oh, I kind of want to watch that garbage now. Yeah. And that was, so like, 97, 98, like, I don't know how familiar you are with wrestling. It was like the Attitude Era. Yeah. There's some pretty stupid stuff yeah, going no, on there yeah so it just kind of started when i was like seven or eight years old and then you know the older you get you meet friends who like wrestling and it's like yeah. meeting someone who speaks a different language and then it is very much a different language it is for people that are like really into it yeah. it's to me it's like it's very foreign it is absolutely yeah. so it's it kind of started then there's peaks and waves there's times where you know i won't i'll go months without watching i'll just read about it but for the most part, usually Monday nights, I'm watching Monday Night Raw. It's funny you mentioned wrestling. I'm turning 30 in February, which I'm not really scared for. It's just 30s kind of... 
it's one of those things I just know I'll evaluate my life that morning. Anyway, sorry to get too philosophical. No, no, it's all but good. what I'm doing for my 30th birthday trip is friends of mine, we're going to the Royal Rumble in Phoenix. That's which is so cool. Yes. So we're really, that's going to be a fun weekend. That's so. amazing. See, like, yeah. I, I'm not a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. but I know that, like, as of, if you are, that yeah. that would be. Yeah. So, that's super cool. So really, and, like, a lot of. Three of the friends I'm going with are big wrestling fans. That's kind of what we bonded over. So, yeah, and it's a way that I kind of stay in touch with with a few friends. You know, like we were chatting before we got rolling how it's harder to make friends the older you get that aren't at work or school. So Mm -hmm. to have something like that and... Yeah, it's I I know it's childish, I know it's immature, but it's still real to me, it's damn me. it. Well, and you know what though, it's like it's it's child it's childish, but yeah. like we're most of the things that bond like the people that I know through Twitter are sports. Yeah, of course. And we watch millionaires play children's <laughs> games. Of course. And so it's kind of childish, like I don't know, and we we judge them and whatever. Like, could I play hockey as well as any of them? No, no. but can I recognize that? Certain players aren't as good as others. Of sure, course. right? Because I'm, you know, you're because obs- you're an intelligent anyone that observes anything for a long time. For, for yeah, long and long. and it's so, but it's interesting. Like, it's not a childish thing. <laughs> I don't think. Like, if you were like, if you were going to like a pog convention, you know, like someone's yeah. gonna be like, okay, well, I do go to comic it. book conventions. That's though. fine. Though. Okay, yeah, those aren't. That's totally. Fine. I was going to comic book conventions before. It was cool to go to comic book oh, conventions. Oh, I see. Hate to go full hipster, but <laughs> yes. Um, and the other question Kelsey has, yeah. which I think about the wrestling, kind of leads into this. Um, her question here, word for word, is as someone who is also hashtag always on brand, how would you define that? So, like, for Kelsey, she's a Taylor Hall apologist. Mm-hmm. What is my brand? Yeah, like, how would you define your... Ooh. That's actually very good. I Like, that hashtag that is going on your tombstone. Like, that's that's what it's going to be. Yeah, it... I didn't intend it to be, but I think it might be troll. I do like to troll people quite a bit on, on the internet, yeah. Twitter especially. Yeah. Uh, I like to get a rise out of some people, so maybe it's not what my original intentions were, but it's on brand for me to troll. Yeah, yeah I, I think troll. It's a very good question. It is a good question. I don't really know what mine would be. I feel like at this point in my life, it's going to be like Jamie Benn jokes. Yeah. But eventually, like, I'm going to grow out of those. That's true. Because it's not going to be funny anymore. That's true. But no, it'll never not be funny, though. For, like, it is just... Yeah. It, the jokes are just so easy. Yeah, like, I watched the Oilers play the Stars the other night just so I could listen to whatever broadcaster yeah. say something so I could make the joke, and then I turned the game off. Yeah. Like, well, I'm good. I don't need to do this anymore. That's all you needed. Yeah, I just needed that one little moment. <laughs> um... So, like, can we talk hockey for a minute? Oh, of course. What do you think about the Oilers this year? Um, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be, but at the same time, I'm a little surprised that they did make the the, the head coaching change. I like Todd McClellan from uh, coaching, and when I was still there, this is where he was just nice. He was yeah. a nice man, so I don't know if the trade needed to be made. It's a term that Bill Parcells said when he was... I don't know if he was coaching the Jets or coaching the Cowboys at the time. He said, you want me to make dinner, but you don't let me pick out the groceries? I don't know if Todd yeah. McClellan really had the best groceries to make no, a meal. I don't think he did either. So um, that's what I think. Yeah. And it looks like a move that a GM who maybe is fighting for his life as well. Because GMs only get so many bullets. So I have a theory. Yes. And you've been around the sports world for long enough that maybe you can. I think I, as a full-time teacher could also be an NHL GM at the same time. Really? I I believe that I could because I feel like I would have not enough time to make poor decisions in the GM job because I'd be busy doing my other job. So the decisions that I do make would be very well thought of. And you'd you'd really have to trust your crew around you. Yeah, and I feel like what I see around the Oilers is there's not a lot of that going on. Yeah, but you know what's scary is if they do make a trade at GM, who do you think would be the next one to be? It would be Keith Gretzky. 
Well, probably. If, if betting odds, if we were in Vegas yeah, right now, true. it would probably that's be. True. Who's at the door? I do not know. Maybe it's Kelsey. It's probably not. What a pause. She never, ever rings the doorbell. Okay, if we had a time machine, how far back would you go to make the team better? Oh, uh, probably I think the draft lottery would be a fair place to start. Like, I remember, when was the draft lottery? On a Saturday? Yeah. So that Friday, heading into the weekend, look how much changed in that yeah, 36-hour stretch yeah. from when they won the lottery. So probably there. Um, I think there's enough pieces there. Because you think about what that what the assets that yeah. team had post-draft lottery. So that's probably where I would go. Yeah. I know it's a little easier. If you want to even go back further, you could even go back day after Game 7 in 2006. <laughs> Kevin, Lowe, Kevin Lowe's admitted they chased the dream for a couple of years. Yeah. Those, like, 07, 08, 09 teams. Yeah. They really clunked out near the end, so maybe even going back then, but in the last five years, probably draft lottery. So I was talking to some guys at work today. Uh, One of my buddies was at the game on Tuesday. They finished one. It was one nothing, and you know, not always the most exciting games. But what what the one guy said was that like for a one nothing game, he was actually pretty impressed. Like there was lots of movement and whatever. It got me thinking about uh, 2015-2016. That I think the best one of the like top five games that others have played since they've acquired McDavid, drafted him, whatever, was a one nothing loss to the Washington Capitals. And um, on Oilers Nation at the time, that was when people were like, oh, the Oilers are terrible, they're awful. And I remember Bag Milk wrote a piece about how um, their fans on, on the nation and whatever look at the scoreboard only. They don't look at the actual gameplay. They're just like, oh, it's a loss, they're bad. Yeah. Um, is there a lot of that, do you think, going on where you like you see the loss, you see the overtime loss, and you're like, oh, this is a bad team. But you don't really look at... You know, what you happened? lost one nothing to a Braden Holtby backs team, and you fired forty shots on net, and you didn't score. That's okay. Yeah, I think I, I agree. Know? I think there's a fine line of looking at what the numbers tell you and what the actual game itself could tell you. And I think the Oilers have played many of those games over the last few years. So, uh, yeah, I think you, you you are completely right. I don't know if I remember that game. Was it in his rookie season? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, okay. it was at fifteen sixteen. So it was, and I don't even remember. I honestly couldn't tell you if he was in the lineup or if he was still out. But I would say, like, that year, that was the best game they played. And that was just one of those games where the year before they would have lost 5 nothing yes. instead of 1-0? Yeah, yeah. And, they, and it went to overtime. Like, yeah. they played them, you know, and I was just like, this Close. was such a good game. It was so fun to watch. They held the Washington Capitals scoreless, basically. You know, and I was like, how can you not take that as... as and all these people are like, oh, they're a terrible team, and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I don't think they are. Are they ever going to be good, though? <sighs> I know it's a hard question to ask. And it's even harder to answer, but seriously. I don't think so. We're, we're close to the same age, and we've yeah. seen the team win six playoff rounds in the last 25 years. Yeah. Like, will, are they just... I love all sports. Are they the Cleveland Browns of sports? I Well, like, are not they, quite. They're not the worst run franchise. No. Ottawa made a jump for that yes. about six months ago. And I don't think the Oilers would like make a trade and then forget to call it into the league. Yes. Right? Which That's is fair. my favorite Cleveland Browns thing. <laughs> But, like, yeah, they're pretty... Like, I would say in the NHL for sure. Yeah. I think the Ottawa Senators somehow have more potential than this Oilers roster. Really? I really do. I don't know how, but I feel like whatever's happening in Ottawa, the team is, like, kind of playing for each other. Uh-huh, right? Because, okay. like, they, they don't have the support from up top. Whereas I don't really know what's going on here. I just... I, don't, I watch it and I'm just like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. really... What more can you say at this point? Yeah, like, could that ketchup bottle on the table have been a better GM? Possibly. But hey, let's bring back the throwback jerseys one more time. 
one uh, more one more time. Which oh, which which yeah, ones? I like know. I, oh, yeah, I would like the the Todd McFarlane jerseys. That's yes. what I would like back. I think that would be you know if we're gonna go back, we might as well go back to that. Do you remember when they launched those and where they launched those? No, I don't. Was that the Space and Side Center? Oh yeah, that's right. I, I loved those jerseys. I know so much. they were so cool. They brought out all the I think it was like Red Murray, Mike Greer, Ryan Smith, and Jason Smith. It may have even been the Odyssey at that point. But that was a very Edmontonian thing it to really do. It really was, and I remember. I remember there was criticism over the logo. Correct me if I'm wrong. When people were like, "Oh, the five, like the five notches on the gear for the cup, and yeah. for the cups that they've won and stuff," and people were like, "Well, that's so dumb. That's in the past." But now, when you look at like Everything. what the franchise is doing now, and there's like the room at Rogers Place where you can see the replica cups and the book, the grit and glory, and I'm just like, "Oh, you guys." The team loves to pat themselves on the back. They do. They've had a lot of ceremonies. um, So I have a coaching theory. Okay. It's been out on the podcast, so apologize to those of you who heard it before. Do you know who I think the next long-term head coach of the others is going to be? Dallas Aikens. No, who? Kelly Buckberger. Think so? I think what's going to happen, Hitch will be here for the season. not going to extend him because that was the deal. They're just going to clean house. And then, yeah. Kelly? Kelly Buckberger. Uh, I mean, one hand, he's actually coaching. Trying to, and you know? coaching out of the OEG umbrella, too. Yes, yeah, and, like, he's a head coach somewhere. Yep. He's not just, like, a, a power player. You know, like, so he's, but that's, that's what's yeah, going to happen. Yeah, probably. He's going to be their next head coach. I could see that, but you also got to look at the assistants they have on the team right now. All those guys were just brought in. That's true. So what happens with them? Is it I one of, know. is it one of them who's head coaching next year? I don't know. Would, would they... I always respect a coach's decision to p- pick his own assistants, mm-hmm. and I always respect a coach's decision to pick his new coach. Right. So I don't know what's yeah, really sure. going to happen with that. I don't know. Do you think that uh, Peter Charlie has a job at the end of the season? If they're not in the playoffs, I don't think so. No. I think it's playoffs or bust for him. It might even be you have to win a round, but yeah. I think it's playoffs or bust for him. Yeah, I think that's probably fair because I, I think we've seen um, a lot, and I think it happens in lots of sports. We were talking before we hit record about like the Green Bay Packers yeah. and how Mike McCarthy has got a lot of mileage out of his Super Bowl yep. victory. Um, I think Peter Trelli has got a lot of mileage out of that Stanley Cup in Boston yep. that he wasn't really the architect of, and people have sort of forgot that. And so, like, oh, he's got a cup, he's got some pedigree, and he went to Harvard. I'm like, well... George W. Bush went to Yale. I don't really know what that says. A lot of GMs, a lot of luck. I I like Brian Burke, but he also had the benefit of acquiring Chris Proger for a paper bag. And then he had Scott Niedermeyer there already. Yeah, yeah, like how do you, yeah, absolutely, that's for sure. You need a bit of luck. And you got to be good, but you also need. You need luck, yeah. yeah, And like Peter Shirelli in Ottawa, they went with uh, Redden instead of Chara. Yeah. Now that was a horrible mistake because Chara is still playing in the league, so. Yeah. But I mean, how do you, I mean, yeah. at the time, how right do you place, know? right time. I forgot that he was there. That's right. Yeah. Um, and so with like sports management and whatever, cause you're, you're just a sports fan. Like yes. you're a Yankees fan, you're a Jets fan. Yep. I'm so sorry about the Jets. Eh, it's okay. You get used to it. <laughs> you <laughs> really the, do. You get used to that disappointment. Yeah, you really do. Um, but like, so you pay attention and can yep. we talk about the Yankees? Oh, please. I would love nothing more. Um, I read something today on the score app and I didn't read it that they were in talks with, um, I can't remember who, and they were talking about dealing Gary Sanchez and I'm like, mm. uh, the, the catcher JT real. Okay. Yes. The thing is, I like Gary. But he's not a very good catcher. He's not. A, he's a good hitter. <laughs> yes, he's but he's not a good catcher. That is true. And then normally that'd be fine, but one of the twin towers takes up the DH spot. It's either Stanton or Judge, so you can't just throw yeah. Gary at the DH. If Sanchez could play first base, yeah, that'd be awesome. But then you also hear reports that. They've asked Bryce Harper if he could play first base as well. You don't want Bryce Harper. I like Bryce Harper, but I don't think Bryce Harper's as good as. People think Bryce Harper is. That's fair. And I, 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 I would, I, I mean, I know they don't care about money and, yeah. it, you know, whatever, but I'm just like, how do you have a lineup with Judge and Staten and Harper? 
and how do you like do that? How do you make that? And then yeah. probably Sanchez as well. What I like about Harper though, and it's a small thing, is he's a lefty, mm-hmm. whereas Judge Stanton and Sanchez are all righties. Right, that's true. So having that one lefty there could be nice. Yeah. But I, I think Harper stays with the Nationals but anyways. Can you? I was just thinking about a lineup. Like, how would you? What do you do with that? If you, if you had those four guys, oh my goodness. One through six would just be scary. Like yeah. you probably have Judge batting. Sus- Second. second still, yeah. Uh, Harper, stand batting three. Yeah. And then who's ever not there at four. Yeah. And then you throw Sanchez or Didi Gregorius when he comes back from injury. Yeah. That, they, they, that would be unreal. Yeah. So they, they, have, they have options. But I yeah. hope they improve their, their bullpen. Or the, or the, no, no, sorry, not their bullpen. Their starting pitch. Yeah, they're starting, they got to fix that, that yeah. rotation. It was, sure. it was a start getting Paxton. That was a yeah. really nice start. Yeah. I was uh, I was also kind of like, I was thinking about the Yankees. Because I, I had a, a bit of a falling out with the Oilers after... <laughs> particular event and the Yankees kind of like brought my love of team sports back um not this past season but the season before when they went to the the CS and whatever and it was great like it was fun to watch and I like and I was just like in love with team sports again but what I found really interesting this year when they brought Andrew McCutcheon in I was like oh I wish they would have just done that and not the Stanton thing really I really yeah why why is that well because I think because of the fact that like at some point in time, you're going to have, like, Stan or Judge as your DH. And, like, why are you paying that? Like, that seems... It's a lot of money. Yeah. to me to spend that much money, yeah. you know, for a guy that's only going to play... Yeah, You know, in the... Half in, the game. In half something. the game, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, okay, whatever, it's your money. But, like, it just seems... And then, like, McCutcheon can do what he does. Yeah. Like that, I feel like that would have been a better... Yeah, that's fair. But I think move. once you found out what Stanton was available, what it would only cost you to get, yeah, I think it was... Oh, yeah. Well, we already have this, but we could get something yeah. else that's... Pretty solid yeah. as well. So did Derek Jeter like do a solid for the Yankees with that deal? Or? <laughs> I think he's just a very poor owner. I think probably. Yeah, too, yeah. I think so. They're, like when he bought that team, they took on so much capital. Just try to get rid of yeah. as much quick money as they yeah. can. And I want the Marlins to, to do well because I like Derek, but I don't think they will. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's absolutely true. And it's funny too. Like I got friends who, they're not like big baseball fans or whatever, but they're like, man, I hate Derek Jeter so much. And I don't really get it. And maybe it's because of like the Yankees. I've never really understood but, like, on a yearly basis, I reread the Sports Illustrated piece about his 3,000 pit. Ah, uh, yes. Because um, it's one of my favorite, like, yep. pieces of sports writing. And I remember watching that game, and I was like, there's no possible way it's going to happen today. And yep. I just kept watching it, and I was just like, what is going on? Um, do you have, like, a memory, like, a from one of your teams, like, something like that, where you're just, like... That's... Well, where like, you come back to it all the time, like, it was so good. Yeah, uh, the Jeter flip play in 2001 was actually the reason why I'm a Yankee fan, was okay. watching that. So, game three against Oakland, the flip he does... Uh, that's one of my favorite highlights of all time. Yeah. Uh, the Jets being the Patriots in the playoffs. Oh, yes! 2010. Anytime, anytime the Patriots. Yes, lose, exactly. The but the Rex Ryan, Mark Sanchez led Jets beat the Patriots yeah. in Foxborough in the yeah. playoffs after losing like 45-3 to earlier that year. That's right. That's that one's up there. And one of the things that, so those are my teams, but the one that we all kind of got to join together, the golden goal still stands out for me oh, so quite good. a bit. So Everyone good. is cheering for the same team. Everyone knows where they were. Yeah. Uh, yeah. made like the Americans tied it with what thirty seconds to go in the third period. So those are kind of the yeah. three that when I try to explain why sports are fun to people, yeah, it's like the Jets didn't even win the Super Bowl that year, but no. they beat their biggest rival on the road in the biggest yeah. game, like the matchup game. Those are the ones that kind of stand out. And yeah, sports are terrible like eighty three percent of the time. It's not a high percentage <laughs> of times you're having fun actually watching sports. No, I was. I, we were talking before we hit record. Like I watched the Packers and the Seahawks just like yelling yeah, I was just it's so not angry and I watched uh, 
the Packers and the Rams with a buddy of mine who's a Rams fan, and he was really good about it. Um, but at work, I had to like hang a Rams jersey in my classroom or whatever. But I was just like, and we were in public, so I couldn't be as like emotional as I normally would be because it's embarrassing. But like, oh man, it's just nerve wracking. Oh, it is, and it's hard to like. I have friends who, growing up, they didn't understand why I liked sports so much, but they bought into the McDavid Oiler hype. So it yeah. was kind of cool watching baby sports fans go through that for the first yeah. time. Yeah. Like, hey, did you, like, they play, like, every couple nights. Like, yeah, it's yeah. awesome, isn't it? And, like, you can talk to other people about it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know, cool. it's awesome. And, like, all, you know, conversely, today, I realized that I had to write a pregame for this dumb game they're playing today, and I was like, oh, why do they play so many games? Yeah. I just did one of these. <laughs> um, mostly, I just didn't want to write it. But, That's fair. Uh, but it's it's funny, like, this being a sports fan. Yeah. You know, because you're right. I, yeah, 17% good times and 83% bad times. But it's but just, I think it's a lot of bad games. Yeah. It's a lot of Tuesday nights against Columbus or... Or Tuesday night 8.30 start against yeah. the Sharks. It's, or, it's just, yeah. it's a lot of those. And yeah. yeah, the good times are really, really fun. But it's not like they happen. That's why I don't understand. Well, I do understand bandwagon fans. But I think, like, I truly believe the Jets will win a Super Bowl at one point in, in my lifetime. I give them still about 50 years. <laughs> So I'll give myself till about uh, till I'm 80 years old. Okay. I think they probably win at least one in that stretch. I you, I you mean, hope just st- based on statistics yeah. would suggest that they would exactly. But then you also have franchises like the Browns. Yeah, like, that's you know, like I, I, I hope for your sake that the Jets do win because I think, um, like even Eagles fans yeah, last year, exactly. right? Like just having that. You know, yeah. uh, and I'm not going to lie, and I'm sure you probably feel the same way when the Blue Jays were good there that like three or four years ago, and then they didn't win. I was just like, oh, life's was, so good. It was, and it was it was nice that it made baseball more popular again. It kind of put it, I, I don't remember the first two Jays World Series. so I vaguely do. Yeah, so I don't ever but, recall a time where baseball was, like yeah. I had friends who watched the Jays, yeah. but the Jays weren't leading Sports Center after no. after Labor Day the way they were those few no, years. So no. I thought it was really good that it brought baseball back. And with the Raptors, like I love the NBA, yeah. and with the Raptors going on a nice run, it's put the yeah. NBA in a good spot as yeah. well, just in Canada. Um, so there any, before we get into some questions from other people, any like sports podcasts you listen to, books that you've read that you think people should like? About sports or just, just in general? Just in general, but like... Uh, I just started listening to, this isn't sports, but Conan O'Brien launched his podcast. Okay. And I love Conan O'Brien. Like okay. lo- He is like... Like, that's who I want to be when I grow up is Conan O'Brien. Hey, so his podcast is really good. I listen to a lot of Bill Simmons podcasts. No matter, like, it's weird because he's a Boston guy. Yeah. And I hate all Boston teams, but I like <laughs> Bill so much. So that's what I listen to. I listen to a lot of pop culture podcasts. Okay. Uh, the Watch is a good one. I love TVs and movies. So okay. those are a few that I try to jump around with. Okay. Uh, speaking of, like, the Boston thing, so the World Series this year. Yes. I don't like Manny Machado yes. at all. So the fact that it ended on like a Machado strikeout was great. Yep. But the Red Sox need to stop. Is is it time for us to acknowledge that the Red Sox are what everyone thinks the Yankees are? Uh, of course it is. That's the most, I hate saying it, but the thing that's pissed me off so much this century is convincing Boston fans, not just Red Sox fans, but Boston fans in general, that their teams are good. Yes. Patriots fans, after every single game, are wanting to blow everything up. I know. Red I Sox know. fans will always find a way to complain. This century, again, it pains me to say it, the Red Sox have won four World Series championships to the Yankees' one. Yeah. They're good. They're Just very enjoy good. it. They're Stop complaining. Very, very good team, you're yeah. a very good, you're a well-run franchise. Yeah. You have the coolest old ballpark, like, yeah. Enjoy it. Stop. Yeah. 
that's the narrative that I hate so Stop much. Stop that, is, like, weird little brother yeah, thing. Yeah, you're not like, anymore. No. I read it. I, I wish I had pulled it up. I read an article a few weeks ago about that. It talked about the Celtics and it talked about the Patriots and yeah. it talked about the Bruins. Like, the Bruins yes. won in 2011. So they've won, I think, somebody who's, like, 16 or 17 this year. Something like has, bas- has seen, like, essentially, like, a championship every year yeah. of their of their life, more or less. And I'm like, yeah, that's amazing. That's Like, nuts. I was seven the last time the Oilers won the Stanley <laughs> Cup. Seven years old. Yeah. I vaguely remember Bill Ranford. You know, but like that's with it, the yeah. mic, that's it. Yeah, and so like to have that in your city would be unbelievable. Of course, so that's I'm also like New York used to be the sports city, and mm-hmm. now it's Boston, and I love all most New York teams. Yeah. So, but yeah, I convincing Boston fans that they're yeah. good is so frustrating. Agreed. Um, I have a question about the CFL. Yes. Uh, in terms of like your work with the Eskimos yes. and stuff, has that have you always been a CFL fan, yes. or nope. is this like in, like increased that sort of? It's increased it, but I've always been a big CFL okay. fan. Growing up, uh, my mom used to actually work in radio sales, so she wasn't on air, but she worked behind the scenes, and uh, she got us Eskimo tickets starting when I was again like seven or eight, and just always going to games cool. in the summer so I've always been a huge CFL fan again it goes back to team sports I love rooting for yeah. a team yeah. the Eskimos are a very good franchise you realize quickly outside of Edmonton that everyone hates the Eskimos outside of Edmonton I didn't realize that till maybe a few years ago but yeah. no I absolutely love the CFL yeah. Yeah, and I'm I quite like it too. I'm I'm a Riders fan. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And like my dad's, it's a thing you can't not. You know, that's but that's right? why I love the CFL. Yeah, and it's great. And so like I know with the Great Cup just here, just like last week, yeah. it was cool to see people downtown yes. in all of their different like iterations of their jerseys and Absolutely. stuff. And it's like, yeah, the Riders aren't here, but like here's their contingent, and, and here's, they're like, loud and proud. And I love yeah. it. Like I think that's really, really. I think that's a really cool thing about the CFL. That's yeah. very unique. And especially in Great Cup week, everyone puts the rivalries aside. Like yes. there's playful kidding, but no one's getting. Shanked. This isn't like a soccer game in Ireland where the hooligans beat each other yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, like it's in South America somewhere. Yeah. Where, like it's not like that at all. No, like Grey Cup week, it, it's it's a party, and I already can't wait for Edmonton to toast the next one. Like, yeah. I the CFL is so crazy, but I love that it sometimes embraces its craziness. Yeah, one of the things I always love about the CFL is when you hear, like, a player's name, and you're like, hasn't he played in all other teams? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, no, it's only been six of them, but, like... He's tried for yeah, that. And, and I really love it, yeah. because... And it feels to me a lot like... I guess, like, like Kevin Glenn's a good example, yeah. right? And he's been just around the league, and, like eventually maybe he'll make I don't know but it's just really cool that like he I didn't like him for a while and yep. then he was playing in Saskatchewan I was like okay I guess I gotta cheer for him and now I'm like okay I hate you again like yep. I like that part of it and there's a lot of players who will admit they didn't know how good the league was until they came up to it like yeah it's not the NFL no. of course it's not the NFL no. it's a they have different rules like it's a different game if you compare the two you're going to lose they're two different they're yes. two different entities yeah. you could love both I love college football yeah I don't really follow a team, but yeah. I, I'll watch. I'll watch any football. Good football is good football. Yeah, I agree. I hate. There's a lot of NFL elitist snobs that will only watch NFL. Yeah, and you can't tell me that a Bengals Jaguars game is more exciting than uh, Argos Lions game. No, like you can't. Tell no, me that. I remember on Canada Day, um, the. Riders were playing the Alouettes, I think, I want to say. And with, like, I don't know, six minutes left in the fourth. I don't remember what the score was. It ended 54-51. Like, it was just a shootout in the fourth quarter. It was awesome. It's crazy. And that was one of the reasons why that Monday night football game, like, two weeks ago with the Chiefs and the Rams was so great. Yeah. Like, because it was just, it was what football should be. Absolutely. None of this, like, defensive-minded, like, I I like high-scoring games. Yeah, I know some people love the, they they love the low-scoring, but just 
just give me offense. There's yeah. that new alliance of football, and instead of onside kicks, you you just have to gain ten yards. Okay, I'm all in favor of that. Yeah, Eliminated on, and there's no kickoffs either. You just get it at the twenty five. So oh, it's just, cool. just 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 keep to it like, going. Yeah, to keep insane. it going. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, okay, so before we get to questions, where can people find the things that you do? Uh, I'm usually pretty good at whoring myself out on Twitter. So, <laughs> at Mark Michaud, Marcus spelled with a C, uh, you'll find all my stuff there. Eskimo stuff's wrapping up. Get some time off for the uh, uh, Christmas break, obviously. But, yeah, I'm pretty good at self-promotion. Okay. That's usually what I've kind of turned Twitter into anymore. Yeah. Twitter's just, weird now. You just, just, it's your brand, right? Yeah, exactly. Just, there you go. Exactly. Okay, so we've got some questions. Okay. Um, the first one is from our good friend, Librarian Mike. Which is coldest? Okay, Edmonton in January, Antarctica in June, or Jamie Ben's bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's an answer. Yeah, right? to keep it on brand. I'll just say JB Ben. Just I, yeah, there you go. I think I think so. There you um, go. Avery wanted to know because I said we had a special guest. Yep. Avery just wanted to know does the person's name rhyme with Taylor Mall? And the joke <laughs> on the podcast, of course, is if we ever had Taylor Hall as a guest. Um, that would be the last episode. We'd yeah, go, you well, just you would just we peaked. Out. That's it. We're done. Um, other another question that we have. I'm not Taylor Hall. Sorry. Um, no, he's not. Because which so unfortunately, there's gonna be more episodes. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, uh, we have a question here from Rex. He wants to know: Did Paula Cole ever determine where all the cowboys had gone? No, but I like to think that there's a universe that where have all the cowboys gone and the boys are back in town are about the same group of people. <laughs> That's what I like to imagine. So <laughs> that's incredible. Yes, yeah, so. uh, that is the thing I never would have. So that's what together. she's thinking about. That's amazing. Yes. Um, this is a really good one. Uh, they say Tolstoy wrote War and Peace, but did he ever hear back? Uh, that's uh, a good one. That's he's a good Re- one. Rex is a librarian, so that, he's very he's very on brand with uh, with I, those kind of jokes. I have a friend named Warren, and when he went to radio school at Nate, his first on air name was War and Peace. That's fantastic. It really was. That is and really we, really good. People ripped up like you know what. That's pretty good. It's not going to get better than War and Peace. Okay. Um, Rex also wants to know. Rex, I he's, love it. Yeah, he he writes for uh, the Oilers Rig sometimes. Nice. When he when he's not librarianing. So if a train left Edmonton headed north at sixty three kilometers an hour, and another train uh, left Edmonton headed south at seventy eight kilometers an hour, what are the chances that Peter Trelli could be on either one? <laughs> I'm sensing a theme with that, some of there, these questions. There might be a theme. It's true. It's, it's very true. <laughs> Uh, and then we've got three from our, our good friend Jess, uh, who sends us usually really good uh, fuck Mary kills. Okay. So there are three here, uh, and I said th- because you're such a big sports fan, I think this is great. Okay. So our first one, uh, fuck Mary kill football, baseball, or hockey. Uh, unpopular, <laughs> but I think I would kill hockey. Okay. Uh, I would marry baseball, and what's the other one? Football. Yeah, football. Yeah, that's, I'm. That's I, yeah, I'm with you on. I just think I'd marry baseball just because it's so it's consistent. It's it is. <laughs> you it know is. what you're getting and eight months out of the. So much exactly. Of it too. You yeah. know every day at five oh five. First pitch is scheduled. That, that is true. That is the very, most consistent. Very true. Um, and her second sort of part two to yeah. that then with leagues, the NFL, MLB, and NHL, which for me I think the answers are different. Yeah, so I would kill the NHL again. Yes. Um. Well, I don't know. I don't want to marry either. Like, marrying the NFL would be like marrying, like, someone you know is a scumbag. Yeah. Like, right. that's... So, I, I think... <sighs> yeah, I, I think, I think I... I'm going to marry the NHL. Which really? Which sounds like a terrible thing. Yeah. I think so. And I think you got to kill the NFL. But the thing is, though, like... 
But if you're marrying the NHL, are you going to get divorced in every six years with a work stoppage? It's possible. That's what seems. We after. have allowed on the podcast like a triple murder. We've okay. Al- we've allowed for that. Okay. Uh, or a double murder, patented Kelsey double murder. Okay, so I'm we- in a wild card. I would marry the NBA because I think their stock okay. continues to rise. Fair enough. And I think they're like. They're making so much money, they would shower me with gifts and love. And they're awesome. They, I love the NBA. Um, yes. So, but this is not a just question. This okay. is just a, a me question. <laughs> Will the NBA be the first league to have a female head coach? Yes. Of those major four, yeah. Yes. I think it'll be Becky Hammond. And if it works perfectly, I hope she coaches my Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, the I Timberwolves. Hope, I think eh? they're going to, I hope, I don't, I, I hate hoping people get fired. But I, <laughs> I expect there'll be a change in Minnesota. Okay. And that would be the perfect perfect yeah. situation so why is it that the nba is so much more um progressive and sort of open to that than other i think leagues? something i think david stern gets a lot of credit for that okay. uh did you happen to catch I, i'm assuming you're not a big basketball not fan. a huge basketball fan but like i pay enough attention. No and guys that on. i work with are really big okay. fans so i like kind of listen it's okay. adjacent uh basketball a love story it was just on ts and it was mm-hmm. like a nine-party espn feature I didn't watch it for the first couple because I thought it was that weird Kobe Bryant doc that won the Oscar. Okay. Like, I'm not watching this. And I found out it was something different. Anyways, they explained how David Stern was quite prominent in launching the WNBA. And he thought okay. this league has the best chance if it's piggybacked with us yeah. and we counter schedule it against our league. Right. And Stern was a real big pusher of that. And Adam Silver pushes progressiveness. I think the NBA, when they made mistakes, they've done a really good job at not correcting them right away, correcting mm-hmm. them quickly. Do you remember the malice at the palace? Yes. That changed the NBA's thug image into yeah. what it is today, basically. Okay. So, yeah, I think they're... Maybe it's their markets. Maybe it's their owners, but that doesn't help like Donald, a guy like Donald Sterling owned a team. But you're right, the NBA seems yeah. to be just a head... Yeah. But, but, but a half step over everyone. So then with the other three, then with the NFL and, the, and, yeah. and MLB and the NHL, where's the next sort of like female coach gonna come from and not just like a position coach but yeah, like an even coach. A, a, like even an assistant coach yeah um or like a, a coordinator or whatever like where's that gonna be do you think you know uh i'm a big fan of jessica mendoza on sunday night baseball Me too. she's great i think she's very she's very very smart back to i think i think doris burke is also very very mm-hmm. sharp too covering uh basketball but where's the next one yeah i could maybe maybe see football hockey like i just I'd like to see all of them, to be perfectly Mm -hmm. honest, but is there, for all those other leagues, there's one or two names that we can all kind of point to. Is there that name in hockey that, is there a women's coach right now who is off the tip of everyone's tongue? If there is, please correct me. I just don't know if there is right now. I don't, I, I mean, there's been, I'm thinking about like old national team coaches and stuff like Danielle Goyette Yeah, people like that, but like at the same time, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. And whereas in NBA, there's Becky Hammond, there's a strength and conditioning coach, I believe for Arizona. She was like, there's There's directions in that making inroads already. And yeah, hockey's got that weird like gatekeeping thing that they're very, like I'm when the Leafs hired Wickenheiser, people are like, why would you hire her? I'm like, why would you not? Why would you not? Like if you're going to hire the best women's hockey player to ever play the game, yeah. why wouldn't you? There's no salary cap on management. That's Throw her in a corner insane. office and just ideas. I, I like Kyle Dubas a lot. He seems like, Kyle Dubas seems like a best idea wins kind of guy and it doesn't matter where it's coming from. It just seems like he yeah. wants as many minds around him yeah. and wherever yeah. the best, I don't care if it's coming from the janitor, it's the best idea. Yeah, so. and that's maybe where like that kind of needs to go with Yeah, absolutely. Sports. And here's our very last question, also from Jess. Another, another fuck Mary Kill. Yeah. Movie universe edition. Okay. Star Wars, MCU, and DC. 
See, I love DC characters, but I think it's just easy just to kill them right away. Uh, Can we, like, take out the Nolan Batman? That's fair, but I don't really count that in the Yeah, DC it's not part of, yeah, it's so, not a part of that multiverse, yeah. So, okay. yeah, I could probably kill DC. Okay. Um, uh, Star Wars and, and Marvel. Yeah, between Mary... Uh, see, like, I... <laughs> huh. It's a tough one, because I think both will be around. Not, like, Disney owns both. They'll be around for a long time. Yeah. Uh... Oh, that's... I'm actually... They're so close for me. I'll, I'll, I'll go marry Star Wars just because they've been a part of my life for longer. Okay. I would flip those, and only because the Star Wars, like, fandom is much more toxic than the Marvel one. And I don't right want... Right now. I don't want all of Star Wars' friends. <laughs> right, I'll give you that, but wedding, right you know? now. Yeah. But there's a lot of... There's a lot of shitty fan bases out I there, agree. Right? No, yeah. I agree. But I, I, I do know what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I, I, like, I just don't want them... It's, it's too much for me. Yeah, um, they are the worst. It's... And it's funny because you say like it's been part of your life for a long time yeah. or whatever. Things, other things have been a part of my life for a long time, but I'm okay with things changing just a little bit of course. over time because you have to be. And so like that whole thing is just so weird to me. Have you watched the original Star Wars the last five years? Yeah, it's kind of slow, isn't they're it? They're not good. Like I don't, I wouldn't Those go that movies, far. Eh, well, Empire's really good. Uh, okay, yeah, Empire's a good one, but, but like they're kind of if you showed them to like an eight year old right now, they'd be kind of slow. Unless it, unless you're showing it to them as like this is a thing that yeah. I really really love, I want you to see it. Yeah. But if you're just like, hey, watch this movie, yeah, I, yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah, that, yeah. a new hope is yeah. yeah, it drags a little, but I I, I do love both those. I wanted to talk to Kelsey about Doctor Who because I started watching Doctor Who. Oh, okay, that's been my go-to time killer recently. Yeah. I just keep it? watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's your go-to for right now. That's yeah. your time killer. I work show. on uh, Tuesday, I think the the, the hallway that I'm, I'm in. Three of the guys that are down at the end of the hall. We were talking about Brooklyn Nine Nine. One of the guys just started watching it because it's on Netflix, and he was telling us he's like partway through season three. And I can't remember what episode it was that he had just watched. And then I was like, I just watched that last night too. And then one of the other guys comes out of his room. He's like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And then he's like, I just watched that one on the weekend. And then the fourth guy was like, I watched it last week. <laughs> what kind Great of timeline show. are we living in? Where Mike we all sure. watched that episode in like a four-day four span. That is weird. And we no one had any idea that that was that happening. That is weird. Yeah. It's a good show. But Mike Sure is a heck of a writer. He does that. The Good Place. The Office. He's a talented I was dude. not sold on The Good Place because I don't like Kristen Bell. But yeah. then I just I watched the first season and it is incredible. Ted Dance. It is unbelievable. It's so, yeah. so good. Yes. Uh, I'm really sad Kelsey couldn't yeah. make it in and couldn't call in. This really sucks. Um, but uh, we'll have to have you back. We'll of course. We'll figure out uh, something and we'll get her in. Because as you guys know, Kelsey's moving. Uh, so we'll have to get her to call in and do some things like that. But thank you so much for coming. Oh, thanks for having me. This, this was a ton awesome. of fun. This is fantastic. I wish so we much. hadn't waited so long. I know. Absolutely. We could do it again very, very soon. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Well, that's all we have with Mark. And uh, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled nonsense in just a second. Okay. Um, special thanks to Mark Majot for coming in and uh, talking about... Some super interesting stuff, uh, and I know he said he'd like to come back and do this again, so we'll have to maybe figure that out. Um, oh my god, yes please, yes please. So, I will ask, I'm going to do the questions now that we got um, for in response to that episode. Okay, I'm not going to look at them, because y- I've already forgotten. <laughs> oh, I've already forgotten, so <laughs> it's all good. So I, my, my tweet out was that we're, resco- we're recording tomorrow with a very special first-time guest. Send us some questions and lots of FMKs, and we'll get him to answer. Avery's uh-huh. response was, "Is his, does his name rhyme with Daler Mall? And I was like, no. <laughs> oh my, can you imagine? Can you imagine my self-implosion if I had missed that, Megan? 
Oh, I, I, I know what would have happened in the end. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Um, Continue. Okay, so question from Rex. Are you ready? Yes. Did Paula Cole ever determine where all the cowboys had gone? Ooh, that's a great tune. It really is. Is that the one that's like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do? Maybe. Maybe not? Maybe not. I think it is. No, I think it is. Maybe it is. I don't know. Where do you think all the cowboys went? Um... Well, hopefully to an island with a whole bunch of other shitty men. Just That's true. They were genocidal, weren't they? Stay there forever. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't know. It's a good, it is a good question, though. It really, really is a good question. And it made me chuckle when I read it. Um, his other question was, and this it works better as a... Um, when you see it written out, just because of the pun. But anyway, they say Tolstoy wrote War and Peace, but, it, but did he ever hear back? So he named, the, instead of the book being called War and Peace, he named him War and Peace. Oh, War and Peace. Okay, yeah. that's excellent. Yeah. Good job. It's a good, it's a good librarian joke. I appreciated yeah, it very so much. Top, top points for a librarian joke. It was a really good librarian joke. Uh, he actually had uh, some more questions. Um, if a train left Edmonton headed north at 63 kilometers per hour and another train left Edmonton headed south at 78 kilometers per hour what are the chances that Peter Trelli could be on either one? Oh my god as soon as you said if a train left Edmonton headed north and I fell asleep. <laughs> I hate math. I hate math so much. <laughs> Nearly as much as I hate time. Um, also I would like to point out which I didn't point out last week uh, there are no trains that run north and south out of Edmonton. They only run east and west. Get your facts yeah, straight. Yeah. True. But uh, the chance is zero, as we know. <laughs> as we know, the chance is zero. Um, yes. Jess asked us three FMKs, which uh-huh. were good. Uh, I know what your answer is going to be. No, actually, I don't. I think there's going to be a double murder on at least one of these for you. Um, so FMK number one, football, baseball, and hockey. Just like the... Just the sport. The- the concept? Yeah, like the sport itself. Oh, I'd say you marry hockey, you fuck baseball, and you kill football. I disagree. I can't remember what I said, but it was not that. I'm, I'm absolutely sure it was not that. I'm pretty sure I said that I would marry baseball. Okay, yeah, that makes sense for you. Yeah. And then the second one, then, is related to that. Uh, FMK number two, uh, the NFL, Major League Baseball, or the NHL. Oh, no, Megan, this is a classic triple murder. Because they're all terrible leaks. Mm, MLB is less terrible, but yes, that's fair. Um, And her last one, which got a really great response question. Uh, It's a movie universe FMK. So, uh, Star Wars, MCU, or DC. But before you answer, Kabir's response was, how do you fuck a universe? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a great point. I feel like Doctor Strange would know how. He probably would. So, Star Wars, MCU, or DC? (sighs) You fuck DC just one and done. Okay. You marry MCU and you kill Star Wars. I'm so sorry. I never want to hear about Star Wars ever again. But 
But I'd want to hear about Star Wars again, but only in, like, very, very particular fan context. Fiction. Well, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, I don't give a shit what happens in the next movie. The fan fiction will fix it. <laughs> that's the best oh. part. So you ask what the point of the fan fiction is? If it's not porn, that's the point. Sometimes it's literally to fix it and, like, make it... Like, hey, wait a second, this thing that didn't happen, or that should have happened didn't, let's make it happen. You know what? You're absolutely right. It's the storytellers who are wrong. <laughs> I think it's the owners of the IP that are incorrect, and it's the fans that know the shit. Yeah, but how many times have you watched something where you're like, no, no, that's not how that should have ended, or whatever? Um. Right? Oh, and jeez. And, and that's, that's I think, what, what the idea is, is sort of that, like, that notion that, you know, here's this, this thing, there's this thing that we love, and it didn't end the way I wanted, or this thing didn't happen, or, like, there was this little tiny mention of a thing, and I want to expand on that. Right, Or whatever, sure. right? That's what I think the, the value of it is. And also the porn, let's be honest. <laughs> So, number one, porn. Number two, fixing it. Yeah. And number Got three, it. porn that fixes it. <laughs> fixing it through porn. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it. Did, I don't know. Did we get any questions for today? Uh, we did. Um, David said, if you were to write a new 12 Days of Christmas, what would the 12 gifts be? You can really assign an appropriate number to things, like no one wants eight Buick LeSabers. LeSabers? Yeah. And there can also be way less birds now. Oh, man, there's so many fucking birds. birds. It's in that Office episode, that Office whatever, when um, Andy sends Aaron, like, the 12 days of Christmas. Uh And she ends up, like, the birds, like, are, like, pulling her hair out and, like... (laughs) Yeah, Horrific. Too many birds. Um, by like a lot. Okay, so what would you want one of? One Chris Pine. <laughs> okay, so this is how it's gonna be. <laughs> what did you expect? One Chris Pine. Excellent. Two? Um oh I don't know. What would you want one of? Uh let's do either or. So I'll do two and then you do three and then okay. I'll do four. Are we keeping two. track of this? I'm going to write them down. Okay. Because we will absolutely forget. And maybe if I time this afternoon, I'll make a terrible infographic about this. Uh, One, Chris Pine. (laughs) Whoa, that's not how you spell any of those words. (laughs) Two. (laughs) Two. Two, two, two. What do I need two of? Two. New. Socks. <laughs> okay. Um. I want. Um. Three. Pairs of mittens. I want four to be Taylor Hall's number again. Yes. Um, five. 
Um. Hmm. That's oh, I'm trying to think of like in the song because like that's the one where it stops, right? On five. Oh yeah, five. Da, da, da. So it's got to be something like you know. Got to be something significant. Oh my god, this actually works. Four Taylor Halls, three pairs of mittens, two new socks, and one above average Chris Pine. Um, I want, well, I don't know what I want. Five of. I don't want five of anything. Um. This is actually very hard. It is very hard. I want five Wonder Woman movies. Ooh, fucking choice, Megan. I want six new. I'm just like typing words and see what comes out. <laughs> six new. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm so blanking so hard. We're going to have to cut out most of this. Just the thinking part. Please don't leave this in. Well, we'll see what happens. I was just thinking about that. Remember back in time when we used to care about how long our pauses were between things that we said? Yeah, we don't care anymore. No. When we thought that there was a certain quality. Six kinder eggs. Yes. I want seven... Um... Seven something, I don't know. This is very difficult. It is very difficult. It's a good question, though, and it's killing time, so here we are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which is what a podcast is. Yeah. I want seven... Mm, seven cans of beer. Okay. A particular type of beer? Um, obviously Lucky. Okay, seven cans of Lucky. Eight. Starbucks strawberry. <laughs> refreshers made with lemonade. <laughs> Good <laughs> luck fitting that in the song. <laughs> Uh, nine, go ahead. Um, I want nine, um, bowls of popcorn. Ooh, love it. I'm gonna take ten envelopes with one hundred dollars, please, Alex. Ooh. <laughs> I'm just gonna one-up you and say eleven thousand dollars. <laughs> Is it 12? No, I got it. 12 more hours on the weekend. Yes. Crushed it. 
Do we want? Do you want me to repeat to you the list? I would love to. So, in backwards order, twelve more hours on the weekend, <laughs> just eleven thousand dollars. <laughs> but before that, ten envelopes with a hundred dollars inside, nine bowls of popcorn, eight <laughs> strawberry st- Starbucks strawberry cider refreshers made with lemonade and light ice, please. <laughs> Seven cans of Lucky, six Kinder Eggs, five Wonder Woman movies, four to be Taylor Hall's number again, <laughs> three pairs of mitten, two new socks, and one above average Chris Pine. Yeah. Also, with the five Wonder Woman movies, there's just more above average Chris Pine involved in that. That's true. So you get like a double dose yes. of Chris Pine in this list, which really... What else could anyone need? Oh, hey, did you see that um, um, John David Washington and Adam Driver both got nominated for Golden Globes for Black Klansman? Oh, great for them. Yeah. That's wonderful. I saw that yesterday and I was impressed. Because it was sure. really good. And they There's were There's so many of the movies that I haven't seen, so I really am hoping to maybe tackle some of that in the next two weeks because I really want to see that Emma Stone one, The Favourite, just got a lot of buzz. Yeah. I really want to see Creed 2. I still haven't gotten around to that. Oh, God, it's great. Just like, just like sobbed at the end. Yeah. Just like had a good, good sob. It was wonderful. Um, Everybody crushed it. That's awesome. That's so good. Um, did you say Malcolm sent a question? Yes, he did. This might be a good one to kind of end it on. Okay. Uh, well, Larissa had another one that's more of a discussion point. She said, because she texted me just out of the blue this morning and said, you know whose hair I wish I had? James Marsden. That man has flawless hair. Yeah. So she wants to know which celebrity's hair we'd really love to have. Connie Britton. Oh, fuck. That's the only answer to the question. Okay, we're done. (laughs) And Malcolm, to tie this all start to finish together, asked, How scary would Gritty be as a dictator? What are his political beliefs? (laughs) I think he'd actually be a pretty benevolent dictator because he'd be like all fun all the time i kind of think so it would be like fucking chaos and like nothing good would ever happen but you know so he's for sure not chaotic good no i think he'd probably be like chaotic neutral because his point is like to put a smile on your face yeah and interestingly like the coloring of him is similar to the current president, so it's true. It's There's some true. similarities visually. And both of them don't want to be in the White House. And both of them have just the weirdest shaped bodies I've ever seen in my it's fucking true. life. Um, I do have one more question that I left out from last week. Are you ready? Oh God! It's from Mike. <laughs> so, which is coldest? Edmonton in January, Antarctica in June. Or Jamie Ben's bedroom. Oh. <laughs> Mike. I just literally cannot with Jamie Ben anymore. 
it's always going to be him. Always. 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 And I'm just upset that he continues to commit to a goatee. I know. It's awful. (sighs) I wouldn't date anyone with a goatee. No. Why? I agree. It's like full beard or nothing. Yeah. It's terrible. It is awful. You don't need a landing strip for your lips. No. 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 Um, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? No, that's it. All right. Well, um, you can find our things, if you are so inclined, on iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud and Google Play. Um, we have a website, garbagefirepodcast.com. Uh, we, I am on Twitter, at Garbage <laughs> rarely i was very busy this week megan is at meg 14 yeah we have a instagram at garbage fire podcast i think so which i will definitely be posting whatever infographic i get made about our 12 days of christmas cannot wait yeah um is is there anything else no that's all we got um and we'll, I don't know what our recording schedule is going to be like over the next little while, but we'll try and do it as regularly as we can. Um, it might be just this ghetto phone conversation for a while. It, it might be. <laughs> uh, we're going to try and figure out a different situation, mic situation, so that we can, like, make it sound a little bit better. Because we know that listening to it, especially, like, in your car, um, with this kind of sound quality is not fun. I We are aware of that. Um but this is. But I the, had to move. I'm so sorry. This is the best that we can do, so mm-hmm. please bear with us. You knew what this was with the title, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. We are not setting anyone up for anything else. That is no! very accurate. Realistic expectations is always what I've said. It's very true. Um, so I'm not sure 100 what our like I say what our schedule is going to be, but hopefully before Christmas we'll get a couple more in, and then uh, we'll sort of go from there. Yeah. And thank you, as always, so much for listening. And we will see you in the dumpster. <laughs>